Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stories of Mahabharat. In last episode, we heard the story of how Draupadi ended up having five husbands and how Yudhishthir ended up becoming the king of Hastinapur. But because he was always just right and truthful, he decided that Dhritarashtra should be the king till he's alive and he should share the kingship with Duryodhan. And with that, obviously, everybody was shocked. Uh, even though even the Pandav brothers were extremely shocked. But here's the thing: they would always listen to Yudhishthir, and Yudhishthir's word would be the last word, no matter what. And that's because they would always listen to first their father Pandu, and after Pandu's death, the eldest brother becomes like a father figure to the rest of the brothers. So they cannot even question their eldest brother. and also knowing the fact that their eldest brother is the epitome of justice there is no second guessing what he's doing even though sometimes they might feel like okay he should not have done that but they will never even say it out loud they will just obey everything that yudhishthira is saying and that's a promise that they made to their father so they all accept it they are okay with it however duryodhan obviously he got half of kingship is still not happy because he wanted the entire kingship he wanted to be the king of the entire empire so he is not happy with even half sharing it with um sharing it with yudhishthir he he is not grateful for what he got he is not grateful for yudhishthir being so generous instead he wants it all so he's obviously struck by so much greed and his endless schemes along with shakuni constantly trying to kill the pandav brothers continue and carry on until one day bhishma finds about finds out about what duryodhan has been up to and how he also tried to kill the pandav brothers before this when they uh, when they escaped the fire so bhishma is very 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 upset he cannot see his nephews fighting amongst themselves and their nephew almost trying to kill their cousins he is devastated so he calls upon everybody important in the court for a meeting and krishna is also there everybody is there bhishma is there uh the kaurav brothers the pandav brothers their teacher drona kripacharya kunti everybody is called in the court and then things matters are discussed because duryodhan has been constantly bugging dhritarashtra to send the pandavas away <laughs> and according to him if the kingdom has to be divided into two so pandavas should be sent somewhere else and they should be given half the kingdom somewhere else and duryodhan along with the kaurav brothers should stay in hastinapur and rule that part of the kingdom so he's been driving everybody like let's do that he's driving everybody crazy at this point so in that court a decision is made that okay finally dhritarashtra still king makes this decision that okay so what we'll do is that we'll divide the kingdom into two different parts and the pandav brothers headed by yudhishthir they will move to a place called as khandavprastha and yudhishthir again happily accepts it without even asking any questions about what this place is nothing doing he accepts it but krishnji at this point intervenes and he's like okay fine uh, let's also divide all the cattle and the horses and the chariots and the gold and also when it comes to the public the people let them decide if they want to move to this new place with the pandav brothers no anybody can do whatever they want to do nobody is going to stop anybody so that's decided 
the they start packing up the pandav brothers along with their mother kunti and of course draupadi they are all ready to move to their new place and the people also start following them of course uh, bhim flies to the new place and then rest of the people are walking many days have passed by some even died during this uh, travel and finally they all reach their new place and when they reach their this they are shocked because what they realize is that they have again been tricked because this new place is nothing but a big piece of barren land and this barren land has no trees nothing there is like it's like desert it's like is like isolated empty in the middle of nowhere place and they're all very shocked and krishnji at this point is like how could if they knew this how could everybody in the court like all the people in the position of power like bhishma like drona like kripacharya how could all of them do this to you and at this point krishnji obviously wa- has to make sure that he's with both kauravs and the pandavas equally but at the same time he's also the cousin of pandavas because he's related to kunti but at the same time he's also saying that there's so much like there's just so much so many wrong things that the kauravs especially durodhan is doing to pandavas and nobody's taking a stand for pandavas everybody is kind of uh, either like not understanding the depth of the situation except for bhishma of course or everybody else is just taking side of kauravs so he takes it upon himself and starts playing really active role in trying to defend pandavas from this point onward and making sure they at least get like equal rights at least bare minimum <laughs> so when he sees this he's like how could they do this how could everybody in court have, could have allowed this when they knew this piece of land had nothing on it anyways everybody finds a place to sleep for the night in the desert and everybody starts falling asleep krishnji waits and he's waiting for everybody to fall asleep when everybody is asleep krishnji just starts to like um wander around and see what this place is and then eventually he looks up in the sky and calls indradev and with loud thunder and lightning indradev comes down and then he asks indradev to please raise this city from like nothing from this barren city make it the most beautiful city ever so indradev calls upon his architect that's right indradev had his own architect and his name was vishwakarma so vishwakarma is there and then he overnight just for that one night starts do, uh, raising the whole city so in just one night everything just raises up there are trees plants so much of mother nature just comes out of that barren soil along with like courts houses walls palaces so within one night the whole city of indraprasth as we call it raises from nothingness and that beautiful city is of course called indraprasth and everybody wakes up in the morning and everybody is shocked and news spreads like wildfire and everybody is like what the pandavas rose a city overnight and then everybody rumor starts to fly everywhere that the pandavas are no longer <laughs> humans they are obviously they have some divine power and you know what they almost escaped death one time there is also rumor that maybe they died they went to the devlok and now they are back as devs or like gods and they basically are divine powers now so there is already like some shift in the air that pandavas are up to something because they literally rose a city overnight and that city is called indraprasth and it became the capital for from where the pandavas ruled 
and from that point till this point it is still the capital of power can you imagine like indraprasth is part of new delhi indraprasth is also a sub uh, metro station in delhi and if you look outside from the window when you pass indraprasth station you can only see trees and trees and so much nature is there and to think that at one point it was a desert and it was like empty and there was nothing there and now it's like this beautiful city and of of course after that many innovators who came from outside of india also decided to make indraprasth and delhi as their capital to rule and even now like the whole power the parliament everything is in delhi so indraprasth from that point till this point is this whole um, this place of power so anyways that was the story of how the pandavas rose the city how the kingdom got divided and how the pandavas finally have a new beginning but how will things go on from this point we'll find out in the next podcast oh sorry before you go one last thing <laughs> so something like talk about divine signs and divine synchronicities uh, i've always wanted to read gita but i always uh, thought that the moment i will hold a bhagavad gita in my hand and I, the moment i will try to start reading it i will not understand anything and i'll give up and my friend vikrant he was reading bhagavad gita for the longest time he was also reading all the other uh, religious texts and scriptures he was also reading bible quran anyways so anyways he would talk to me about bhagavad gita lot and he would share his um, share his stories and he would share uh, what he read and what he learned and it's so beautiful that everybody who reads bhagavad gita relates to it based on their own life stories based on the lives that they have lived so beautiful anyways i would i was at my friend's place and akshi's place and she's reading bhagavad gita as well so i just i just held this beauty in my hand and i started reading it and the shock that i got was that the first three or four pages are the introduction and the introduction is basically i understood it basically i actually got it i knew who duryodhan was i knew who was who yudhishthir was previously all these names were so foreign to me i would not it would have taken me so long to even understand and connect the dots but now i knew it and thank all because of my podcast i could actually read the first few pages of bhagavad gita and be like oh my god i've already like talked about this in my podcast and then i reached one sentence and i was like oh my god this is my next uh, episode of my podcast it is so beautiful like i was uh, and then i went and ordered uh, bhagavad gita from amazon and then two days later i actually got to visit krishna ji's temple iskon temple for the first time in my life and there i saw bhagavad gita as it is in hindi because now i want to read it in hindi next so i'm very very excited because i feel like krishna ji's entry has already happened in my podcast and krishna ji's entry has already happened in my life <laughs> and hopefully i will also um, as i continue reading and understanding bhagavad gita i'll also try to um, imbibe some of the lessons that i learned from bhagavad gita in the podcast as well and in the stories continuing forward in th- in the stories of mahabharat so i am very very excited thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and that that is all the story that i wanted to share okay bye